0: How's it going, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Hoop Jack Podcast Series. I'm your host, Chris Farms, and today we have a very special guest coming back onto the podcast. First time in the studio, we have my man, Connor Summers. Connor, great to have you on the show. Chris, thanks for having me. Pleasure nope. to be here. No problem. Uh, and happy Groundhog Day to everybody, if you're paying attention to the calendar. I think I believe it was six more weeks of winter. Yeah. So, big, big deal going on that end. And first time of the day, we have LeBron, he's... 86 points away from hitting that all-time scoring list mark, and what the irony was, there was a lot of people trying to take bets for when he'll break it, and I think a lot of people are looking at the Thunder, the home game against the Thunder, yeah, uh, because they're like the highest ticket price now is ninety-two thousand dollars for that ticket, for tickets, wow, ninety-two thousand dollars for tickets for that game just to see him break it, and I think it's insane.
1: Absolutely. I mean, we, how many years has Abdul Jabbar's record stood for now? What? Forever. Yeah that, yeah,
0: that record stood till the end of time. It's crazy. No. You would all, you would always thought that another big man would take it, and LeBron being a forward, I think. Yeah. And him starting fresh out of high school that helps. That LeBron's adds to uh, his longevity. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: his ability to take care of his body and year I think after
0: it's, year. And you look at kind of the time times when those two play, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, that was a big man league, that was a guard league, and bigs were the high thing, and he was dominating over everybody, um,
1: he had had the hook shot, he had the the the, the sky hook and everything,
0: and at that time, nobody could compete with him, and LeBron has had all this competition come along the way, and he also started his career still at a time when the league was still kind of tough. 2003 was still a big body dominant league at yeah. that time. You still had to deal with the Pistons. You still had to deal Jaunty. with the Lakers. Yeah, you still had to deal was. with uh, even some teams like the Celtics. You know, the Celtics and everybody like that. And even the Wolves with Garnett at that time. It was still lethal, I think. Amari Stoudemire. And the Phoenix Suns yeah. with Nash and Stoudemire. I think it's crazy to kind of think that that time frame and that longevity you wouldn't expect a guy like anybody to kinda of have lived through that. And LeBron has played fathers, he's played sons, he's at this point he could probably play grandkids, but who knows.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think <clears throat> does the question go with him clearing this title, would that classify him as the greatest of all time? For me,
1: I can't say based off this title alone that it makes him the greatest of all time. That's, that's a debate that encompasses, yeah. I think that'll all, all the, always all be the that games. barbershop but, but, debate. But yeah, yeah, they, they're absolutely should because... I think when they're you
0: they're look always. at the careers that a lot of guys had, I mean, he, the irony is with Kareem's not even in anybody's top three all time, which I think is interesting. He's not, or even top five. When you people think of top three he, of he all time, be. you look at LeBron, Jordan, and Kobe probably kind of third if you're really kind of pushing it, but
1: yeah, I think you have to be uh, I think Curry
0: might make his way up there too, too so.
1: yeah, I agree, there's a specific uh, group that, you know, advocates for I think the Kobe, and Kobe is like Jordan you know, and, and that's the one thing that I always said that for guys, if I want them to win the game if I want one guy to win the game for me I'm you looking want, at Michael Jordan you want um, Kobe or Michael but, but LeBron, what he's been able to do and, and change his game as the dynamics change in the league, like you said, modify his game and still produce on a nightly basis. It, it, I, I, I think he's, when, the, he's the best in that I regard. think the
0: younger generation doesn't understand when he got rid of that headband, that was a whole different man that came out of the league. Absolutely. Headband LeBron was lethal, but when he took the headband off, That was a whole different breed. He's he's, he's more savvy now. Because the headband was his brand. That was his brand. Yeah. And then Cavaliers. The Cavaliers and the Heat and then when after the Heat when he comes back there's no headband.
1: Yeah, it's different. It's different. Even his games change. I think people
0: still argue the fact that the bubble title should not count towards his legacy. I think you gotta give it I think you can't because you look at the time and the world at that at that moment it was yeah, the Co- nobody Co- was they did not think that the, the season would still go on the league made it
1: happen
0: I think nobody thought I think you gotta understand that it gave players time to heal and it gave players time to rest that Lakers squad had that season progressed yeah they wouldn't have won the title but you can't blame for, for giving them the title. It is what it is, and they won it. Yeah. You would say that about any other team. Had the Heat won, no one would have made that argument. Mm-hmm. They would have said, or they would have countered with, oh, LeBron should have won it. Or, at that time, the Clippers should have won it because they were the highest team of the time. Yes, but they couldn't perform the clutch. You lost.
1: Yeah, at the end of the day, it's, it's overcoming the circumstances, and they
0: did it. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see which game he breaks a lot of people say it'll be at home versus the thunder I think an at-home would very well be deserving I think two guys who I mean Kareem was with Kareem the Lakers. In his own building. Yeah. Kareem with the Lakers let LeBron do it with the Lakers. Why not? Both sure. two Lakers owning the top two scoring top two scoring you know of resumes yeah. of all time. So it'll be interesting to see moving forward from that. Uh, switching our gears to football a little bit ESPN has is getting ready to come out with a new 30 for 30 called the bullies of baltimore where it talks about the 2000 to 2001 uh baltimore ravens squad and just looking at that squad many people forget how lethal that team was they won super bowl 35 they beat the giants 34-7 to 7. they you look at that defense you had rod woodson you got hall of famers in rod woodson and ray lewis ray lewis at that time Dominant, not even a question. And then even the offense, Shannon Sharp doing his thing. Yeah, people forget Shannon. All, all the Hall of Fame. Um, but I think people also underestimate that ESPN kind of did another documentary on a very similar strong defense. It was the '85 Bears. Yeah, the '85 Bears, and, and the Ravens went 12 and 4 that year. They were second in, in the conference, but they still were a dominant, lethal team defensively. People forget they they gave the fewest amount of yards away, they gave the fewest amount of points away. Their losses were close, if anything, Mm -hmm. but it was still a dominant dominant team at that time. But then you look at the Bears at that time in '85. They were 15 and one. Their only loss came to the Amorino and the Dolphins, who probably should have won that Super. Probably should have been in the Super Bowl, but they weren't. Uh, Bears ended up beating the Patriots 46 to 10. And hall of famers included especially on the defense mike singletary oh, who was yeah. dominant his time dan hampton big defensive lineman and then richard dent good corner all in the hall of fame um what i did find interesting and this is kind of a side thing that both teams the year that they won the super bowl because the ravens won it in 2001 and the bears won it in 86 technically mm-hmm. you you that it would have been '86 when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. That it was the same year that both teams won a Super Bowl when tragedy hit. Hit you know it, 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 hit it everywhere. everywhere. In it, 2001 it, 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 was 9/11. '86 yeah. the Challenger exploded. So I'm not saying like interesting fact of the day because it's not you know it's, it's not, not a happy a fact. Coincidence it was just that. it's a coincidental that yeah. you know that happens and it's you know. You know, these things could come in threes, so who knows? I mean, 85, like 16 number. years, it would have been 2000, that would have been 2017. I don't believe anything after 2017, but wait, I could do my info on that one. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, was there any other defense? I mean, I have I'm not a big, I haven't been big as football as I probably could have been, but yeah. are, are there guys in, are there guys that current or past that, or even teams that you could say have been at, at least at a dominant time comparable, at least close to what these two defenses, have, strong defenses have done?
1: Yeah, so absolutely for me, going on your point, offense wins games, defense wins championships, and that's why I think it's a, it's a noteworthy documentary, but I really think the Steelers defense
0: oh, has produced the Iron Curtain yeah oh, that they produced some
1: defenses even insane. when
0: if you look at a, yeah. you look at Troy Palomalo, and at that time he was the most dominant linebacker and James Harrison and James well. Harrison too they were that defense that Pittsburgh had and they won a Super Bowl against Arizona was insane yeah yeah. yeah. after Larry
1: Fitzgerald scored they took yeah. it back down Big Ben maybe one of the greatest throws of all time San Antonio
0: in the corner that toe touch <sighs> What was yeah. that
1: baby? Yeah, that was awesome. Um but you no know, they, uh, they had Ike Taylor. they had yeah, like you said, Troy Colombano, James Harrison,
0: um, James Farrier, yeah. There was, a, uh, the there, was a squad, there was a squad at that time that was still, you know, dominant. They they did everything by the book and everything like that. Their defensive was just, coordinator, they were yeah, defensive coordinator Dick LeBeau. Yeah, it was amazing <sighs> that, that run that they had. Wild. Wow. And I think when you look at players wise and I think I think people forget the Legion of Boom.
2: That's, that's
0: a, Seattle. They that get overshadowed that, because they split later, up. But later. when you look at what how hard of a hitter Cam Chancellor was for Virginia Tech.
1: Damn, Cam, how
0: hey. you know Richard Sherman was also a lethal threat at Stanford. Of when you look at oh my gosh, I don't think anybody they, uh, could Earl stop. Thomas. Earl Thomas yeah. was amazing. That whole defensive backfield, that was a threat to the NFL as far as a safety concerned. Because Cam can knock you out. Richard Sherman can pick you off. He knocked out Vernon Davis. Earl Thomas can also deliver a good hit. But he was quick, too. Yeah, safety. I nice. think people forget that the Legion of Boom was A threat as well, yeah. Later on, like the Iron Curtain was good, but they won, should have won too. But yeah, yeah. glide right by sure. it. Yeah. Don't pass it on the one yard line, you run it with Sherman <laughs> or you run it with Marshawn Lynch, yeah. You yeah. run it with Marshawn, disgusting. Um, other than that, I can't, I mean, there's just not a whole lot right now, I think, because mm-hmm. you look at the NFL, there's a lot of a high-scoring game. Like, cause, yeah, you see, there was the Niners defense this the year. The Niners defense was okay. I mean, it was more offense than a whole lot of anything else except
2: on Brock Purdy
0: trying them. to haul them to the Super Bowl. He did a great effort, but was not enough. Torses, too, many in- yeah. too, too many injuries on that team. But I think when you look at Philadelphia, they've been consistent. Not a lot of big names, but they've been very consistent. They're good camaraderie on that team uh, and then Kansas City right now and then the Bengals too, both have really really great teams Um, Kansas City just edged that out, I don't believe it but I think even because that offensive line, you look at Kelsey, Edwards, Hilaire and Watkins and all them, that can punish you on the the offense Mahomes hopefully is 100% 100% by it's Super Bowl, but... The work with, like, streams, so it's pretty, pretty On one foot, he can still do a lot, but time will tell. So, guys, uh, be sure to check out Bullies of Baltimore. I believe it's coming out sometime in March, the end of March, early April. Um, well, the funny thing is, and I talked about this with LaVar with ESPN 30 for 30 trying to make a lot of these comebacks mm-hmm. but Netflix has made a lot of their own with the un- the untold stories yes. and i did see that um and when a while episode back there was a preview for one it was Johnny Football Johnny Manziel with just the clip no title no nothing do you think ESPN 30 for 30 should is working harder so they do not outbeat by Netflix
1: absolutely yeah it's it's your uh, competition that drives it Sort of East Bay, what took them out of business, you know, it's just
0: advancements and, and competition. The internet yeah. kind of took over, just an yeah. easier way to yeah access. I think, I think East Bay was a lost art to a lost generation, a lot of this new generation doesn't understand well, so what so it was so. like getting that catalog and actually trying to order, and that you was, had to wait a while, but you got your shoes, you fail. might have to wait a month, but yeah. you got your shoes, sure. it wasn't the same day shipping. But it is what it is. So we're gonna take a quick commercial break, guys. When we come back, we have our one-on-one Hooper profile with St. Francis Terriers men's basketball star Michael Myrie. So stay tuned. Welcome back to the Hoopjack podcast series, guys. And today, for our one-on-one Hooper profile, we have a very special guest from the St. Francis Terriers men's basketball program. We have Mr. Michael Myrie. Michael, great to have you on the show. I appreciate you guys for having me. Thank you. And do you prefer Michael or Mike? I'm curious. Oh, uh, Mike is fine. Mike is fine. All right. So, I see from your guys' record, you guys are in the, in the middle of the pack. You guys are at an 11-11 record right now. You won your last game, a uh, last game and it was a conference game against LIU. How are you guys um looking at, you know, conference-wise and especially after a big win against LIU? How are you guys looking in the conference uh throughout the season compared to what they probably labeled you in the preseason?
2: Um, I think we're looking pretty good. Uh, we had, we've had a lot of injuries. We're, we missed, we're missing one of our, uh, both of our veteran guards. So we had a lot of injuries, but now we're starting to gel as a team. Everything's starting to come back, come together. And I think we should make a a run. in uh, NEC.
0: and that's good to hear. Uh, and I know, uh, the conference that you guys are in is a part of the FCS and it's in the division one area, which is the high up as it can be in the FCS. But I know SCS is different from, you know, the, you know, a lot of the power five schools that are out there, but I can only imagine the competition is still as good as anybody can offer.
2: Yes, it definitely is. It definitely is. Guys can play at this level as well. Guys could definitely play.
0: And You've had quite a journey yourself, you know, from the different areas you played basketball from Maryland to North Carolina and Massachusetts. And like we talked about, what was the competition like playing at other states and uh, getting to play with different kinds of people and even making good friends with different kinds of people? Have you been able to still keep in touch with them and everything like that?
2: Yes, definitely. um I made a lot of uh friends uh, when I went to prep school. Uh, I played a lot of good great good players when I went to prep school so um I keep up with them and then also kids from around my area in Maryland uh, I keep up with them too so it was it's pretty good um going around playing basketball with different people uh you get it's good experience, but I'll probably say the best time is probably in North Carolina in the South. It's probably probably the best talent down there. I'm not. I'm gonna be honest with you, but Maryland Maryland has talent too. So the East Coast has talent, Has talent, but I think the South has a lot of talent down there.
0: Yeah, like you said, that's Tar Heel area, Duke area as well. You know, big yeah. basketball power schools down there in North Carolina. And when did you kind of start getting the idea of I want to give
2: basketball a shot? I want to play it at a high level um probably about like what seven or eight because I used to watch my brother play and um I always wanted to be like my brother and uh, he was really good at basketball he just got hurt so but I always wanted to be like him so I was like one day I wanted to be better than him so I decided to give basketball a try because I was a football player at first so and you were you kind of
0: one of those kids growing up that wanted to try different sports and uh, and kind of see what could work out?
2: Um, definitely. Um, definitely. My dad – I mean, honestly, football was my main sport at first. I like football. I played basketball, but, like, I just played just to play. But eventually I started to fall in love with basketball, so I, I stick with it.
0: And that's good to hear. Oh, <laughs> you want to have that kind um, of – to want to continue to play at a high level.
2: Definitely. Definitely do.
0: And you had talked about prep school. You went to after you know your full high school career, you took a year at the Win school, uh, yeah, school, school Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um we had talked about it kind of prep school you said it was maybe working out and going to school and kind of doing all that work in so it's basically like college, but it's that middle ground area. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, and and also you're away from home, so you're you're learning, you're getting to learn how to live on your own. So it's it, it really helps you a lot. It really helped me this year, honestly. Going to prep school really helped me.
0: And after prep school, you made the decision to go play at St. Francis. Uh, walk me through that experience because I know with the times changing, there's the whole deal with transfer portals and late commits and not knowing where people would want to go what was that like for you to officially make it to St. Francis and get on the
2: roster uh, it was a lot of weight off my shoulders when I finally committed um I was stressing because I had a really good prep school year I I um that was my breakout year I had a really good year and I was getting a lot of interest in different things from coaches, but. Um, when that transfer portal hit, they started to back off me a little bit and um try to look for older guys in the portal. So, but uh St. Francis was only a place that gave me a chance, so I took the chance and here I am now. And that's good. They
0: gave you that opportunity. That chance you've taken full advantage of it as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Quality mix. you're getting buckets, deals. um you're doing the work, coming off the bench. What what have you been able to learn? from the guys ahead of you the upperclassmen and as well as the coach. Yeah.
2: um basically just adjusting to the college game it's a lot different in high school high school I was running past people with Duncan and stuff like that but in college they're not gonna let you do that you're playing against grown men every day um and everybody can play everybody was probably the star at their high school so um everybody can play that's the biggest thing um I learned a lot from uh uh, one of our veteran guards on our team. He's a senior. His name is Larry. I learned a lot from him about playing with pace and things like that. Um, basically, helped he helped me uh, understand the game a little bit more. And the coaches uh, helped me out uh, as well. And what are some of the
0: goals that you want to achieve uh, heading near the end of your freshman year? Like I said uh, earlier, you guys are sitting 11-11. I know a good run in the Northeast Conference champ. Northeast Conference be a really great stepping stone.
2: Honestly, I mean, just to finish my uh, freshman year, um, just finish it good, Um, and hopefully we make a run in the NEC playoffs, and hopefully we get to March Madness and stuff like that. Like that—that's one of my goals, honestly. Absolutely. Um, I know with college athletes now
0: taking that opportunity to kind of be their own brand in a sense with the NIL mm-hmm. and as a freshman you're still making your mark you kind of thought about the possibility of the way that you play the game or craft that you have to kind of branch that out into the business world
2: um i'll probably say like i i feel like when i start to make a more impact on the court mm-hmm. i could start starting to look into that Right now, I'm just, you know what I'm saying, getting my feet in the water a little bit. So once I start to make an impact, which is that that's going to be soon, then I'll start looking into that.
0: Absolutely. And you guys have uh, two con- – you have conference games coming up this week. You have one coming up uh, Thursday night uh, versus Central Connecticut State. And you also mm-hmm. have another game, I believe it's this weekend, versus Stone Hill, both conference matchups. What are you kind of – Looking at them to kind of see what you can break, kind of get the edge over both teams.
2: Um, the biggest thing is just coming in and playing hard, um, playing together. And basically we're just trying to go 2-0 to so we can stay on the run where we're going on because we just won these past two games. But basically just just play hard, honestly. Try to win these next two games. That's the biggest thing.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And my last,
2: one,
0: what advice would you give for the next generation basketball players, football hoopers, wanting to chase the dream to play at the college level?
2: Um, my biggest thing I would tell them is stay in the gym, always be, always have patience, and always believe in yourself. That's the biggest thing I'll tell them: stay in the gym, stay dedicated to what you're doing. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. Um, honestly. Uh, be patient. You know what I'm saying? Freshman, coming in as, as a freshman, you're not going to be that guy right away. So you got to work for everything you get. So that's the biggest thing I had to learn. And honestly, believing in yourself. Confidence is key. You can't do anything without being confident. Without confidence. So that's the biggest thing I'll tell them.
0: Absolutely. And thank Well, that's it, guys. Thank you again, Mike, for taking the time to come on the show. I'm looking forward to seeing you make big waves here in the NEC. And, you know, your future, basketball, your future college basketball career, I'll be keeping my tabs on you, my man.
2: Okay, I appreciate you. Thank you. No problem. We'll be right back with more Hoop Jack, guys, so
0: stay tuned. And we're back, guys. So I want to thank Michael for taking the time to come on the show. Uh, I expect big things from him. I know he's had a long uh, road ahead of him and his long road behind him, but hopefully he'll do big things at St. Francis moving forward. So, I know we didn't have to deal with a lot of this in high school because we both played tennis and usually when you want to argue something, you kind of argue with. Make your, your own calls. Make your own calls and your opponent, but basketball and football and a lot of other youth sports, some even at the high school level and some not really a whole lot at the college level, but in even the professional level, you're your refereeing's a hard job. I think refereeing is honestly one of the more it's one of the hardest jobs to do because everything is not not just by the book, but you're you're playing, you're watching the game, you're making sure you're making the right call. Everything's a reaction, and I and I did my share of AAU tournaments. It was not fun. <laughs> some were good games. Some were bad. Some could have been some some could have been threats. You know, I could, have, I could have been you know there were some threats, but you know not lethal, but still, I think you know you come out of it, you you know what you, you can learn from the game. I think and I saw this and I thought it was great you need to here's what here's a good way to show parents what it's like to actually ref you give them hour and a half of training you before say say they go to they have a kid who's playing say youth baseball or youth uh, soccer mm-hmm. and you train them for an hour you have them ref another game that's not their kids you have them ref another another game that's not their kids yeah, yeah. and see how they do. Mm-hmm. If they can't do it, they have to give you... They, they gotta... They can't talk anymore about how hard it is being... How, you know, how easy it could be being a ref because it's not. It's it's not an easy job. And it's it, it, You gotta have the strength because it's a lot of stuff you gotta hear. Oh, yeah. Like, mentally, yeah what mentally. kind of call was that ref? Everything like that. And... People don't understand like you sometimes you can brush it off other times it's technical foul or game's over because i've i've been on the it's few times where, out. i've been on the few times where you have to send out a parent you have to send out a kid because it's their attitude they they think they are above it or they think they you know entitled they right and it sometimes gets to a point where it's like why are we not learning more from our behaviors because A lot of parents, you know, think this is okay. You can argue with the official. I think arguing with the official is the same thing as arguing with your coach. Would you argue with your coach for more playing time? Would you argue anything like that? I know if we did that, we would not see the court for the light of day. If we argued with, uh, shout out to Coach Bill If we ever argued with him, we would never ever have played. (laughs) I know we would have never played. We would have been on the bench. Or we would have been doing burpees till next week. Oh, I hate those. <laughs> I know those we. Or we would have been running suicides for at least a good few, a good week. I know we We're would have. We be doing because, that anyway. And we didn't argue at all because we knew the direction he wanted, and we knew what we wanted to. But I think nowadays you just gotta look at it and be, uh, just self-aware of what you're doing because actions have consequences. That's a good word. And I think with parents not learning from this and think and motivating to their kids do this do that what's the ref gonna do well i can tell you what the ref's gonna do they'll throw you out Uh, and you keep encouraging it that vision of them being a good player going higher up is not what it's gonna look like Cause it's all, everything's based on attitude. You have a poor attitude during the game or you try to argue everything that it is, you're not going anywhere. Because coaches and scouts are going to be like, all he does is argue. Why would I bring him to this program if all he's going to do is argue? All he's going to do is not, you know, take advice from leaders or coaches or anything, people who are higher up. Exactly. If All he's going to do is argue. And I think... With a lot of refs quitting, I think right now there's there's a ref shortage. Like two thirds of refs are just quitting just because 'cause they're over it, they're tired of it. Walking out. And I think you know it it sucks, but parents just gotta get in, parents need to get in control and kids need to get in control. So just not nothing gets fixed. There will be a point where no one's refereeing these games. Either that or people either that or people gonna start having. Pay higher for refs and higher for leagues because there's a ref shortage. Mm-hmm. You think about this: reason there's a gas shortage, gas prices are high because gas shortage. Things go up if there's a short. Yes, sir. If don't be surprised if leagues start costing like forty bucks more, fifty bucks more, because refs there's a least there's not an influx of referees. Because referees referees are gonna start getting wanted to pay like thirty five dollars a game. I was only paid like twenty five dollars a game for. Say in hours worth of work
1: that's a ripoff
0: yeah you, awesome yeah. but i mean you work say, there, say for out instance there well, like a you're monkey. you're winning, but i mean i mean you think about it you're in you're inside like i remember one summer i did you do i did a tournament i did eight games in one day wow but 25 bucks that's, 200 bucks in one day goes a lot yeah i mean that's eight hours of work that's that's, 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 time. Yeah. that's not terrible yeah i mean, it's, you're, you're losing a lot of calories, and you're running up and down, but that's all you're doing is running up and down. You're not dribbling the ball. You're, you're not, like... Still, you're still engaged, though. Like You're still within the game. You're making the calls. Going to the bench. Give me that charge. <laughs> there he is. You got a foul on 23. <laughs> Two shots. Love it. But still, I mean... Do I, do I ever want to go back for the money? Yeah. Do I want to go back for the game? I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm not Love qualified, game, but yeah. I think it's, you know... You know a lot about the game. You know what call what right call to make. Yeah, but, um, yeah,
1: yeah. Your, your basketball IQ right, is
0: second to none. Other than that, it is what it is. Uh, moving right along, we do have the release of the player pool. And what's what's interesting of what they're doing this year for the All-Star Draft is they're drafting them right before they play the game. Yeah, so kind of a... This is new. I'm not a fan of it, but it's interesting why prior to the game. I guess it's shotgun wedding kind of. There you go. So they had the captains, team Giannis, team LeBron. They're not doing a West East. I still think they should. I missed that. I think, forget the the draft. Just at least let the players wear their team jerseys. That's what I miss. That's what I miss from the East and the West. Players just just wear their jerseys, their home jersey or their away jersey, and you would know and it would be fire. It would be great for the game. So you look at the starters, I think the only questionable starter I have on here is Zion. Zion, I don't think... I don't think he should be a starter. I think... I'm sorry, but he... Has not shown me that he could be an all star starter. All star, yes. Starter, no. All-star it was starter. the same. It was the same thing when they put Andrew Wiggins as a starter the year before. Oh boy, he was a all star, just not a starter for the game. I think. No sad, yeah. I think he. There's at least you could have put Bam out of bio up there ahead of him. Jalen Brown has been playing even better than Zion. I mean. Zion has great numbers. That's not what I'm arguing. Uh, He should be on the list for the game. I just don't think he's a starter. (laughs) That's it. That's the only problem with this list. I I think everyone else fits. Demonta Zabonis, Julius Randle, John Morant should be over Zion. (laughs) That's the only player right now. Laurie Markinen's on the list. Damian Lillard, Jaron Jackson Jr. I think think what's interesting, you have two guys from the Celtics, two guys from the Grizzlies, one from the Nets, one from the Knicks, yeah. two from the Nets, one from—I mean, it's a mixed variety. Yeah. I think the yeah. only one on this list that I feel like should be on it, which should be De'Aaron Fox, Absolutely. that'd be the yeah. only person I would want to have on this list because the Kings have been on fire. I love how Why played, has uh, De'Aaron? Yeah. I think De'Aaron Fox needs that nod for the starter. Him and Demontis. Uh, I mean, Sabonis made the list, and really, it's hard to argue anyone else off. It's tough because then you're really arguing, well, who deserves to come off? And right now, from this list, everyone on here deserves it. Shea Gillis Alexander has been the only <laughs> right spot for the Thunder, and he's putting up great numbers. Yes, yeah, Halliburton, God, has, yeah, Halliburton yeah. has done great work for the Pacers right mm-hmm. now. Lillard is coming back and tr- putting up, um, 40. putting up 40 nearly for the Blazers. Bam Adebayo's numbers have been hit or miss, but and the, and the Heat are struggling, but. The irony is, he made the list, and Butler did not. Yeah, yeah, and surprised.
1: And Butler,
0: Butler, Butler's just not been playing well this year. He's, yeah, he's got, he got the name, sh- struggling, and it's not great. It um, looks slow. DeMar DeRozan, with his age, he's doing really well right now with the Bulls. He's nice. I think it'll be interesting to see what moves forward from this. Um, I think the concept is good. The fact that the All-Star Game is trying to do better, I think and we talked about this last week, I think the next thing you should do, you, you gotta stop doing Team LeBron and Team Giannis and drafting. You have to go back to the East and West, but here's what you do. Make it so how they do it for the MLB Oscar game. The West wins, they get home court advantage for the NBA Finals. If the East wins, they get home court advantage for the NBA Finals. I think that would be fair, because cool. that it way on it would mean something. Yeah. The MLB hasn't changed, and it's decent the nfl is a joke for the, for no, the pro they're bowl playing,
1: they're playing dodgeball yeah. pro
0: bowl is yeah. they don't even play the football game anymore it's a joke they stop playing the games <laughs> it's a free trip to hawaii who cares <laughs> at that point who cares the nba all-star game we're in utah but at least make it interesting yeah the one thing we did at last week was Skip the NBA Dunk Contest. Give it to the guys who actually do dunks for a living on TikTok and YouTube. Make it a cash prize. A time, Make it a cash prize for them. But other than that, hopefully the All-Star Game is well this year. Sunday, February 19th. That's only three weeks away. Uh, time by. flies. We're already in February? Jeez. that sport was just January like 1st. Seize the day. It's crazy. Um before we go um quick shout out to uh the brands that we're working with boosted biz getting our merch line out there uh kanichi bear making a great quality headphones i know they're a boxing company but shout out to them they do great work uh shop if you're looking for some good chains especially to rep your team for nfl nhl NCAA, and nba make sure to check them out as well we're doing a lot more with youtube tiktok everything like that make sure to check it out Uh, Before we go, you know, we always like to do a little, you know, keep in mind, everything going, kind of checking in on everybody, and I know that people like to say, you know, I'm fine, I'm okay, well, say that, sometimes it's not always true, um, just trust me, I I will be the first one to say that I am always, I'm fine, I'm good, alright, I think it's just, you know it's how we deal with things it's how we don't especially me I don't like to put other people my problems to other people because then it's like I'm putting that on you I'd rather have you know just, it'll it, I'll worry about it later it's not important right now but I think there has to be times where you just go and talk to somebody whether it's you know therapist or friends or even li- or even listen to like some music to just calm you down find things to calm you down i know uh mine is you know every day i go to work and every day you know the the kids that i teach they you know they keep my head straight you know they so need me focused crying. you know uh kids here and there uh but at the end of the day you just gotta find things to take care of find things that'll keep your head busy and keep your mind focused if you're not focused on everything like that then you're not you're letting other things get in the way of the dream that you may have and uh, i know this podcast is mainly sports but we also kind of just like to we bring the human aspect out of it cuz it's just we're all human. We're all we all have emotions, we all have feelings, we all go through difficult times and we have different ways to process it and it's okay it's how we process it, it's how we work it's how we get through each and every day so I know uh, things right now may not be the best situation but you know, it's still early things will be different, things will heal. time will tell and everything like that Um, other than that I think everyone just have a great weekend, uh, be safe stay warm it's starting to get cold, I know tomorrow is supposed to get no, Saturday is supposed to get like 30 Maybe get some, some ice yeah. if we get snow this area will not survive I'm just letting you know Virginia Beach does not do well with snow folks it does not uh, other than that guys thank you for tuning into the show make sure to hit that follow, that like button and especially on YouTube make sure you subscribe to our channel uh, Especially and follow us on TikTok foodjack2021 uh, Facebook, Instagram I don't think I left anything out but I think the only ones that I missed were for the older generation like uh, tw- uh, Twitter you can find us on Twitter um, I know I'm missing one um, gosh I'm thinking of the older generation and I can't think of it right now uh, stuff that we'd never use uh, but I can't think of it right now makes me, um, it makes me It'll. I bet it'll come to me when I get the chance but everyone have a great weekend keep staying keep being safe do the best you can and remember don't be a bystander, be a hooper and keep balling. Peace.